today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. Regardless of what I read and regardless of the information that I now know, I'm not going to be eating any snow desserts, eating or drinking. What up? It's your boy Chanel Loud and I am back with another episode. I got a good show set up for you guys. I got two quick lead stories and we're going to jump into everyone's favorite segment, quick news. Get your headphones on, get your earbuds in, turn your devices up. I'm about to start the show. Let's go. Dave Chappelle calls out Cat Williams for only going after black comedians when he was on Shannon Sharp's podcast um, and says that he should be going after other races as well. I don't have a clip of Dave Chappelle saying these exact words, but there's a lot of reports that said he did say this at his recent um, comedy show. Um, I do have a clip of him saying some things about Cat Williams. I'll play it for you and then we'll talk after. And can't hurt people hurt people, but I'm a hurt person that never hurt people. And he does it all the time. If I told my story, it would break your heart. I lost everything and never, ever told on anybody. So there you have it. That's Dave Chappelle at his latest comedy show, you know, expressing his concern over the Cat Williams interview which is an interview people are still talking about. It's literally like close to three weeks old, but people are still talking about it. Um, but at least now for the first time we hear Dave Chappelle at least weigh in and we get to hear Dave's thoughts. Um, and of course he wasn't happy because he was going after a lot of Dave's friends. And we all know that Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and Kevin Hart are more on like a unity kind of vibe right now where they're coming together. They just did a show. The three of those guys just did um, uh, a tour in New York City. Um, but I think one of the things that Dave is missing is, is that that's why Kat is talking about them is because Kat feels like he's left out of the crew of Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, etc. And I don't feel like Kat was necessarily going after a race of people. He was more going after a group of people that he felt has gone after him in the years, in the past years. There's been a lot of reports of um, Cat Williams being on drugs. There's a lot of reports of Cat Williams, you know, you know, being crazy and being difficult to work with. So that's why he unleashed the way he did on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast. Is that it, you know he it was his time to just let everything out. So I think Dave Chappelle is missing that point. But at the same time, I get it. I understand that, you know, Dave Chappelle's on the unity vibe and, you know, he's going to defend his brothers, right? And, you know, Cat Williams really went hard um, at Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart are really close. Um, in other news, carrying on the Cat Williams interview, like I said, that's been gone on for about three weeks. Um, SNL recently did a parody of the Shannon Sharp and Cat Williams' interview, which was hilarious. Take a listen. Conversation that broke the internet. Cat Williams. It's the truth, Shannon. Shannon Sharp. Come on now. The Club Shay Shay interview. Cat Williams keeping it completely real. Three things are true about me. I am 5'3", I have never told a lie, and I am 6'3". Hollywood created Kevin Hart. Everybody knows that Kevin was made in the same factory where they make Teddy Graham. That can't be true. Then why the hell he smelled like cinnamon? The original running time nearly three hours, but now there's more. Eight hours more. Get ready for Club Shay Shay the Extended Cut. See Cat Williams take on everyone in Hollywood and beyond. 
Look, I don't mess with Barack Obama. I don't trust nobody whose name is all vowels. What? Why my mouth gotta be open so long, hmm? No, come on, Kate. He's a hero. What he do, Shannon? You know his slogan, Yes, We Can? I came up with that. Before me, he was saying, Probably, probably, I think we might. Oh, come on, you know that's blasphemous. SNL totally nailed that. That was actually really funny. Um, and I'm telling you guys now, and I've told it to you guys at least three or four times on this podcast, if you haven't listened to the Shannon Sharp Club Shay Shay Cat Williams interview, which is available still on uh, YouTube, um, not still, it's never going anywhere, um, but it is available on YouTube. You really got to listen to it. Um, I just heard Shannon Sharp um, make a statement the other day that has over 50 million views. Um, and he's actually cut it up and put out segments. And those um, segments are close to like 50 million views. So it's close to 100 million views. Um, the reason why I think the interview is so large is so big is that yes, he's going after people, but it's not an interview. It's literally like a stand-up special. It's it's really good, man. So if you haven't seen it yet, there's a reason why we're three weeks into it and people are still talking about it. Go to YouTube now, actually finish uh, listening to my show, and then go check out Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp, and Cat Williams if you haven't listened to it already. Senator Tim Scott and Governor Ron DeSantis has officially dropped out of the race to become president. Um, this happened a couple of days ago. Well, actually, Tim Scott dropped out a couple of days ago. Ron DeSantis just dropped out yesterday. Um, and they both have pledged to support Donald Trump, and neither of them are supporting and backing Nikki Haley. Uh, here's what Tim Scott had to say. We need a president who understands the American people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. We need... People online all weekend were, were making fun of Tim Scott. I don't know what that preacher kind of voice was that he was doing or accent that he was doing. People have been <laughs> dragging him um, all weekend. Um, but anyways, uh, his endorsement for Donald Trump was a little bit shocking, uh, seeing that Nikki Haley was the person that appointed him senator. I mean, they've been friends for, you know, years um, and alliances. Um, but, um, I, I guess, you know, in politics, you go after the person, you know, who's in the front and who's leading. And I guess he just doesn't want to, to, to put his backing behind somebody who he feel he doesn't have a chance to win. I, I don't know the thought pattern there, but I, I guess it's, I would have, if I had to guess, I would guess that's probably what it was. Um, anyways, also, um, DeSantis officially dropped out and here's his video. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. As you can hear, Ron was a little bit more reluctant than Tim Scott. Tim Scott was like gun ho, like, let's go, Donald Trump. Um, and, um, and Ron was a little bit more reluctant, but still said, Hey, you know what? I signed a pledge. You know, I'm going to do what I have to do and, and support Donald Trump. Um, I guess that's, you know, I guess that's politics, right? It's kind of like a boxing match. You know, you, 
you spar, you go head to head, you know, in the uh, in the primaries and in, in while you're campaigning. And, um, you know, when when the race is over and you concede, you, you know, you walk up like a man, you shake your opponent's hand and, you know, you, you know, you give him his win. So uh, I respect Ron for that. Um, I would have liked to have seen at least one to two of them support Nikki Haley instead of just leaving her on her on her own out here. But like I said, Trump is in such a lead, they probably just don't want to put their vote behind somebody who feels like, you know, they don't have a chance at winning. Uh, the uh, New Hampshire primaries are coming up. We'll see how Nikki Haley does. Uh, maybe if she loses again by a large margin, um, then she too will concede. And then we'll see if she'll put her backing uh, behind Donald Trump. I think if I'm not mistaken, Chris Christie is the only one out of the um, runners that um that that hasn't backed trump yet um i'm don't i'm not 100 sure on that but i'm pretty sure i'm like 95 percent sure so i'm interested to see uh what nikki haley will do if she'll stay in the race and how long she'll keep fighting let me know what you guys think in the comment section below uh let me know if you think that you know trump is a forerunner and there's no way that nikki haley um can come back and also do you think that nikki will uh, support and back donald trump uh, when and if she does concede. All right, this brings us to everyone's favorite segment, quick news. 50 Cent just released a picture of himself on his Instagram looking 30 to 40 pounds lighter, and everybody is wondering if he's on Ozempic. Listen, I've been a big 50 Cent fan for the past 50 or 20 years. I have never seen 50 Cent look this skinny in my life. I have no idea what's going on. I have never seen 50 Cent look this light in my entire life. There is a new gift trend going viral online, and that's giving people a money bouquet. Um, and a man goes viral for his hilarious reaction to receiving his money bouquet. Take a listen. So my birthday just passed, and I got this money bouquet from people. Now, this is not even the only one. There's, there's four more over there. I've been sitting here taking tape off of money for like the past 30 minutes. Please, if you want to give me money, just give me the money. You know, this is it looks nice and everything, but... I've been taking tape off of money for the past 13 minutes and I'm tired. Just send me the money, you know, give me cash, anything. Like, you don't have to go and wrap it. Like, now, look, I have to then carefully. And this is $1 bill, though. It's not even like a high denomination. I'm not ungrateful or anything. I'm just saying, no need to do all this decoration. This is $1, $1. All, all of them are $1 bills on, 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 on kebab stick. Why? Anybody out there listening, you want to give me money, you want to tape it up, you want to do whatever, you want to put it in whatever formation possible, I don't care. Just give me the money. Kanye West is back in the news, but this time it's for him showing off his wife on Instagram. Um, over the weekend, Kanye showed some pictures of his wife in the kitchen, um, and she was wearing like a, a kind of like a bra and panty kind of outfit, and she had on this head covering that made her look like Catwoman. Um, and then this morning, he also took a picture and put it on Instagram. Actually, sorry, it was Instagram stories it was a video um, of his wife driving what looked like to be like an 18 wheeler truck. And she still had on this whole like mask outfit looking like Catwoman. I keep on telling you, this is Kanye West's MO. This is how he gets people talking about him. He did this with Amber Rose. He did this with Kim Kardashian. And now he's doing this with his new wife. When, when you're not talking about Kanye and he wants to get you talking about him, he's always posting up some girl on his Instagram 
Um, and you know, this, this is just Kanye being Kanye. Common and Jennifer Hudson have officially confirmed their relationship. We all know Jennifer Hudson and Common have been going out for a little while now, but this is the new trend of like, let's go out, not tell anybody, keep it under wraps and then make it official and make it like an announcement out of it. And of course, Jennifer Hudson has her talk show, um, and Common has something he's releasing. So they, they came together and put some cross promotion and did it on her show. Here's a clip. Now we got to get down to business, Mr. Common. Mm -hmm. I'm a host, and so I have to ask you this question because everybody always want to know this. Are you dating anyone? Yes, and I'm in a relationship that is one of the most beautiful people I ever met in life. And she's, she's smart. She loves God. She has something real down to earth about her. Um, she's talented. But but I set I set my standard kind of high because she had to have an EGOT. She 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 had to win an Oscar on her first movie. I set my standard high. She had to get her own talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> Reese Weatherspoon has the internet in an uproar. This is such a funny story. Uh, over the weekend, Reese Weatherspoon went out and made a dessert out of snow. Um, and she put it online and people like went crazy over it. Here's a clip. Okay, so we got a ton of snow over the past few days. We decided to make a recipe. So first we scooped the snow into cups and we added salted caramel syrup and some chocolate syrup just because we like how they taste together. And then we decided to add some cold brew just to have a yummy coffee flavor. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Okay, I know what to call it. A snow salt Chococino. So there's so many people on here saying that snow is dirty. Is this bad? Am I not supposed to eat snow? Now, y'all know me. I'm a big Google person. So anytime anybody says anything to me that, you know, I don't sit down there and argue back and forth. I go to Google and find my answers. Here is what I found. If the snow has been disturbed in any way, it's best to avoid eating it. Snow plowed off the road or sidewalk should not be consumed. You must also avoid eating snow that is discolored in any way, especially yellow or brown. It is generally safe to eat snow if you do so in moderation and take a few precautions. So there you have it, folks. Snow is safe to eat, drink, or like Reese does, make a dessert from it. Kenya Barris reveals that his upcoming remake of The Wizard of Oz will be set in Inglewood and that his remake of It's a Wonderful Life will have a person of color as its lead. Uh, take a listen. The original Wizard of Oz took place during the Great Depression. It was about self-reliance and what people are going through. I think this is a perfect time to sort of like switch the characters and talk about what someone imagines their life could be. It's ultimately a hero's journey. Someone thinks something is better than where they're at and they go and, and realize that where they're at is where they should be. I want people to sort of be proud and happy about where they're from, and, but I want the world to take a look at it. Um, and I hope that would, would come through. I think It's a Wonderful Life. I feel like Christmas movies are amazing. And I think the idea of taking something that has that long of a, a history and a tale behind it and putting an amazing piece of talent you know, to tell that story, I think, you know, it's a guy who's trying to help out his community and things are going to turn around on him. And I think that's, you know, a perfect story to tell for a person of color. For those of you who don't know who Kenya is, Kenya is the creator, the mastermind behind the hit show uh, Black-ish. He also did uh, the Netflix um, Black, uh, Black AF. Uh, he's done um, a 
bunch of movies. Um, he's a big writer and a big uh, Hollywood producer. Um, and, and, and he's always trying to find a way to remake or push black culture forward. So, so this is no surprising. There's going to be a lot of people that don't like this and a lot of people that think that some of these classics should stay, you know, how they were. Um, but, you know, I, I like this. I like that he's pushing culture fo forward. I want to know what you guys think. People are saying that Gen Z is aging faster than millennials and even some Gen Xers. Take a listen. Apparently, Gen Z is like aging really rapidly. It is mainly because of the stress. Come here. We live in a time nowadays where millennials look way younger for their age, while Gen Z looks way older for their age. If you don't believe me, I'm Gen Z. Get closer. I am Gen Z and nobody ever believes me. When my mom and I walk out in public, people think that my mom is my younger sister. Right. When I tell people, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my family, they think I'm talking about my children. I don't have kids. Right. I'm talking about my parents. I'm still the child. Does that make sense? I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Zendaya is older than me. Tom Holland is older than me. That's you know what I'm saying right now. Now, I don't know if there's been like any scientific study behind any of this, but um, I can say that there is a lot of millennials and especially like Gen Xers that are looking really young out here. I, I got to admit with that. Um, but I don't know if any of you know out there is there, if there's any like scientific proof to like Gen Zers aging more um, because they're quote unquote more stressed and they have to deal with stuff like the economy, not being able to buy a house, be being more in debt than, uh, you know, baby boomers and, um, and, and Gen Xers. Uh, you know, let me know if you guys have, have heard of this or, or is this just a joke? I don't know. A man gets kicked out of his storage unit after his TikTok video goes viral. Th this, I don't feel bad for this guy. I mean, I do a little bit, but I don't because you put this on yourself. Take a listen. I live in the storage unit because it's cheap in comparison to an apartment. Living here is actually really comfortable. I get a lot of things that I need and want to get done here. I can exercise. It's climate controlled in here, so it's nice and warm. This unit is 24 hours, so I can come here anytime I want to stay here as long as I need to. Very, very grateful to have this space. The next goal is to get an RV. The next goal after that, tiny home. And if we want to eat, I just cook right out front. If we want to get power, we use our power bank. They also have power here so we can charge our power bank. Me and my baby will live here as long as we need to until we get the shelter that we want. Because we're living here, now we can save up more money to get what we really want. We're in it for the long haul. Thank you for the support. Thanks for watching. I understand more than anybody being online, wanting to go viral, etc. But bruh. If you're doing something wrong, if you're breaking the law, if you're breaking a contractual agreement, that's not the time to put what you're doing that's wrong online and trying to go viral. Like, what are you thinking? But knowing the internet and knowing TikTok the way that I do, I promise you within the next couple of days, you're going to hear somebody pick up this story. Some Someone's going to put him in some sort of house or some something somewhere is going to happen where they're going to pay this guy and his girlfriend. He's going to make another video and he's going to be completely fine. So I don't feel sorry for him. Alec Baldwin is indicted by a grand jury for involuntary manslaughter for the shooting of Helena Hutchinson. Um, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that name right. Um, if you guys remember, I think it was about a year, year and a half ago where Alec Baldwin was on the, on a movie set. Uh, he had what was supposed to be a prop gun, uh, without real bullets and he pointed it at, uh, Helena and he shot and killed her. Um, they, I think at first they said that they were going to press charges, but then they reserved to the right to not press charges. 
but press charges at a later date. Um, they now have more evidence. They presented this to a grand jury, and now Alec Baldwin is has been indicted. Um, this story has always like kind of felt weird to me because why is there a real gun on set? Why is there real bullets? And who put those bullets in the gun? Why is Alec Baldwin being the one charged for it? I understand he was the one holding it, but as an actor, the rule is that these are not real guns and not real bullets. It sounds like some somebody kind of like set him up to me. I guess it will be up to him and his team to prove that. Um, and it's, I'm a little shocked that now after a year later, they're refiling the charges that they decided not to charge um, a year from now. But I'll keep following the story and let you guys know. Concert goers are suing Madonna for starting her show two hours late in New York City. Um I found this story really interesting. I didn't know that you could sue an artist for showing up late. Um, I've been to festivals or I've been to concerts where, uh, you know, it doesn't start on time or the artist doesn't show up. Um, I've, heard, I've heard of people like getting their, 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 their price of admission back, but I've never heard of being able to sue an artist. Apparently these people are suing Madonna for like their Uber to go back home. they they, that they missed a day of work because they, uh, they, they went to bed late. Uh, 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 they have like some other things that happened to them. I'm not sure of the details, but like there's a bunch of things like along the list of like because she showed up two hours late, their whole day and their whole week was like distraught and they're actually taking this to court. Um, I just I, I, I can't see how you could actually win this, but hey, they have taken it to court and this is an ongoing case. I will follow up on this, but just to let you guys know, if you're at, ever at a concert or, or ever at a festival and it shows up late, not only can you just get your your ticket back, uh, your ticket money back, but you could actually sue the event coordinators or sue the artist. All right, this brings us to sports news. I have been waiting for this moment, this entire podcast. Can I get a round of applause for the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's go Chiefs, baby. Yo, that is my team. I told everybody they were going to beat Buffalo. I knew they were going to win. No, I'm totally lying. I'm totally lying. I was so nervous all Sunday. I woke up. I was literally just like watching TV. I literally had nerves all day. Um, Kansas City has not been doing well all year. And I was really afraid um, that they were going to go into the Buffalo Stadium um, and they weren't going to win. Although, of course, I wanted them to win. Um, but Josh Allen um, and the Buffalo Bills did not play their best game. A lot of the receivers were dropping passes. Um, Josh, I didn't feel was that bad, but I really feel like, you know, the passers didn't do, um, uh, sorry, the, the catchers, um, the, the receivers, um, I'm just so excited. I can't even talk. Um, the receivers, I felt like dropped, um, a cop, a couple of big catches. And of course their kicker missed the tying field goal. I think it was like a minute and 30 left to tie the game. Um, and the kicker missed the kick. Um, anyways, shout out to my Chiefs, Mahomes, um, Kelsey. Kelsey was back. I mean, it was such a good game. Um, I think halfway through, my nerves kind of like went away a little bit just because they seem like the Kansas City Chiefs from a year or two years ago. Their offense was was sound. Uh, you know, they were catching. They weren't dropping passes. They just did a really good job. Um, but now I'm nervous all over again because now we got to play um, – um, I'm sorry. Now we got to play the Ravens uh, this Sunday coming up. Um, and again, we're not playing at home and uh, we have to go to Baltimore. Um, and just, you know, Baltimore is the number one seed and they look really, really good. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm afraid, man. Lamar Jackson is 
is, you know, that's, you know, Lamar Jackson is my second favorite quarterback in the league. Um, Baltimore is my second favorite team. So it's hard for me. Um, but of course I'm going for Kansas City. But if they lose, at least, at least I know that Baltimore would go into the Super Bowl. So either way, I kind of win. Actually, Baltimore is actually my nephew's team. But um, anyways, I think it's going to be a great game. But let me just continue about uh, the sports for the rest of the week. The Ravens beat the Texans 34-10. That we all know was going to happen. But but shout out to CJ Stroud. He's a rookie quarterback. He's a really, really, really good quarterback. I do feel like the Texans in the next couple of years will be um, a force to reckon with. The 49ers beat the Packers. This was heartbreaking for me. Um, I really, really, really like Jordan Love. I actually really thought um, that they were going to beat um, the 49ers. They beat the Cowboys last week. I thought they were going to do it. Um, and the, the thing that was even more disappointing is that the ball was in Jordan Love's hands with, I think, a minute 10, a minute 20 to go. Um, it was all up to him. Uh, he could have driven the offense down and they could have scored a touchdown and they could have won. Um, I know he's a rookie. I know that he has a lot of things to learn, um, but I just really feel like he made a bad pass and threw that interception and there's, and, and Green Bay should have been going um, to the NFC championship. This was heartbreaking for me because this, because Packers are my team um, in the NFC. So, but I still have love for, uh, for Jordan love. I still have love for Jordan love. Um, but, uh, yeah, next year, um, I want Jordan Love to step up and, and, and stop making dumb plays like this. Um, the Lions, uh, beat the Buccaneers. Shout out to the Lions. I mean, I don't think they've won a playoff game in like 35 years. So they won last week and they won this week. Uh, we'll see if they could beat the 49ers and go to the Super Bowl. I will be going for the Lions to beat the 49ers. And of course, I'm going for Kansas City to beat the Ravens. So for me, I would like Super Bowl to be, um, Detroit, um, and Kansas City. All right, let's get into some basketball news. The Bucks beat the Pistons. Uh, the Sixers beat the Hornets. The Spurs beat the Wizards. I, I love the Spurs, man. The Raptors lost to the Knicks. Yo, my Raptors, what's up, man? Cavaliers beat the Hawks. The Rockets beat the Jazz by one point. The Bulls beat the Grizzlies. Shout out to John Moran. I hope he's healing, getting well. The Thunder beat the Timberwolves. Clippers beat the Nets. The Nuggets beat the Wizards. Magic beat the Heat. Celtics beat the Rockets. The Suns beat the Pacers. And the Lakers beat the Trailblazers. Yo, you think Lakers are actually going to come back and have a winning season? Or are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Like, what's up, LA? Okay, and let's get into some hockey news. Normally, I actually don't cover the NHL, but somebody called me out over the weekend. I was like, listen, you are a Canadian. You are from Montreal. You cannot have a podcast and talk about sports and not talk about hockey and for sure not talk about the Montreal Canadian. So I will do my due diligence that you are 100% right. I am a Canadian. Our national sport is hockey. I actually don't think our national sport is hockey. I think it's like badminton or something. But we all know that like, you know, especially can Montreal Canadiens, uh, their, their, their biggest sport. So I will start covering some hockey scores for you guys. The Lightnings beat the Sabres. The Avalanche beat the Flyers. The Coyotes beat the Predators. The Jets beat the Senators. Canadians lost to Boston 4-9. to nine. And like, listen, I'm not a hockey fan, and even I know that that's a rivalry um, that will never die. But anyway, so, so the Canadians lost by five. Uh, the Stars beat the Devils. The Blues beat the Capitals. The Sharks beat the Ducks. Golden Knights beat the Penguins. Oilers beat the Flames. The Kings beat the Rangers. 
Senators beat the Flyers. Wild beat the Hurricanes. The Red Wings beat the Lightnings. The Islanders beat the Stars. The Rangers beat the Bucks. And the Leafs beat Kraken. So that's it for sports news. Let me know what you think of the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship coming up this week. Who are your teams? Who are you going for? Are you going for the Niners? Are you going for Detroit? Are you going for the Ravens? Or are you going for the Chiefs? Please, my listeners out there, wish my Kansas City Chiefs some luck. I hope all y'all are going out for Kansas City. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Trent Out Loud. For more Trent Out Loud content, you can follow us on all social platforms at Trent Out Loud. And you could subscribe, download, or listen to the Trent Out Loud podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And you could watch us on YouTube. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. Once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code TOL.